Hello, friends, enemies, and people that just want to listen to some shit. Yeah, then we got a lot of enemies. <laughs> <laughs> of course we do. But, hey, we're, not, we're never going to lead you astray. We're going to give you our straight opinion that we feel is right. Right or wrong, we're going to give you what we feel is right. And we're going to try to validate it and give you our reasonings for thinking. So... Me, the Scallywag, and Big Kenny are ready to yeah. start this show. Okay. Uh, before the, we start the show, we always throw out a bunch of ideas. We always come up with say, hey, uh, what are we going to talk about? So with that, we're going to talk about this, uh, this uh, uh, way people are trying to manipulate other people into believing and thinking what they think, okay? And uh, one, a direct example of that is I was watching, uh, uh, I was watching, I was on Twitter, which is X now, so I'm going to put you right, the right way here. So it's X, and um, there was uh, Melissa Milano, with, you know, the actor for, I think it was uh, Who's the Boss and stuff like that. But uh, yeah. And she won an Academy Award. I think, uh, was she the one who made it on uh, Benny, My Cousin Benny? Was that Melissa Milano? Anyway, no. Oh, who was that? The one that was uh, Sarah, uh, Sarah Monte. Uh, what her name? Oh. Uh, Melissa, Ma Melissa. Melissa Milano? No, Melissa Montet. Uh. Oh, okay. It may have not been her, but anyway, uh, I know she's got she's got a lot of credits on there. But uh, she came out with a uh, with a, a statement because she had a lot of close friends. Okay, she's in Hollywood, and there's a big Jewish presence in Hollywood, of course. Uh, so they wanted to ask her whose side she was on. Okay. And uh she said, well, after you know, and I'm just paraphrasing this, I'm gonna put up her statement on our podcast so you guys can uh digest it for yourself. But uh basically what she said is she says, I'm on the side of people who are not killing innocent human beings, no matter what they are, no matter what a religion, what race of people, what nationality. I'm against anybody hurting other people for nothing or killing innocent civilians on any side. So I'm not going to be on any side. She says, I'm not going to be on your side. I'm not going to be on any side. I'm against any person who does that. Okay. Fair yep. enough. I see the rationale about that, you know. If you're wrong, it's wrong. Both of us have said that over and over again, correct? Wrong is wrong, man. Okay. So she gets this feedback about all these people who are telling her, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. How about if your brother was killed? How about this? You know, and I've seen this, Kenny, and you, maybe you have too. There was some people that go into court, and they, uh, their, their family members have been killed. And they mm -hmm. go to the court and they say, I want this person to be punished, but I don't want him killed. I don't believe it's my purview or in my interest for you to kill this person. Okay. And that's a lot of grace 
that a person has to muster to do that. So these people who trivialize the death of others and want this ravenous revenge, you know, well, I, something happened to me, and I want this ravenous revenge. I don't care who I hurt. I don't care. Uh, I just want these people to know that they can't do anything to me. I want to subjugate them to so that they cannot ever think about doing this again. Going back to the Genghis Khan theory, scare the shit out of the people so they live in constant fear. And to me, that is one of the lowest forms of humans. If you have to torment somebody in complete and utter fear, then you are one of the lowest forms of humans. Yep. See, because what we would really want... We want that grace. Okay, you've injured me. I want to forgive you. I want to make it right. I want to bring those responsible uh, to justice, not my justice, not what I say is justice, but to justice. See, Mm -hmm. you don't get justice. You know, there was an old, this is an old, you remember this old show? called uh kong fu what is it called kong fu yeah yeah the guy go around whipping everybody yeah, ass david carradine yeah he and, walked through uh, the know, hey you know i have a pretty good memory there was a there was a fucking episode in that where uh <laughs> david carradine was walking he's walking through texas because you know he walked through every place he's going you know, he got, he got, he's walking through the desert. He's got his, uh, his, uh, his pajamas on and he's walking. Okay. I wonder if he had blisters on his feet, bro. That <laughs> motherfucker old. <laughs> hey, well you, if you ever see people who walk a lot, they, they get calluses on their feet. They don't fucking feel it. I had a, I had a guy when I was in the air force and we were in Alaska and that fucker walked to my house. It was like a half a block away. He walked to my house in his underwears and his bare feet. And it was 20 fucking degrees below. And I said, what the he fuck? <laughs> and he was able to do it. Uh, I guess that's what, you know, he had been doing it. So he was able to do it. Anyway, I couldn't do it. I couldn't walk out on the stoop without my fucking uh, tootsies hurting. But anyway, I digress. Uh, what I'm saying is that see people, yes, people <laughs> want want you to uh, to uh, to um, to uh, what they call it verify their blood lust. Okay, they want you to see the principles the way you are. You know the the worst thing that uh, in a free society is you want to impose your will on everybody even by peer pressure or whatever sad fucking story you got uh you want to impose your will on somebody but you want to live in a free society that allows you freedom right that you can do and say anything you want but you don't want you don't want people to disagree with you you don't want people to think differently than you. You don't want somebody to see things uh, maybe rationally. 
Maybe (laughs) they're not uh, activated on blood lust. Maybe they're sitting here as a neutral arbiter and saying the only thing that what me and you think, and maybe the people out there in the world think that wrong is wrong. You can't make it right by killing a bunch of innocent people ever. I don't give a fuck about your story. I don't give a fuck about what you want to tell me about your whole cultural dynamics. If we all did that, there would be no fucking humans. Yeah, we'd all be gone because we all got a fucking, uh, we all got a yoke around our neck. We all carry a bag of hurt, you know. And I, I, I've often said this in our podcast there, Kenny. I've often said, hey, uh, if blacks did the same thing, if we as black people carried our bloodlust like these people want to do, everybody who's uh, done something wrong against it, every policeman who's killed a black person, choked them out, did something wrong to them, and we want to kill everybody. All the policemen in the police station would be killed, huh? Yeah, because they're outnumbered. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, yeah. So <laughs> why why wouldn't that be justified? But you see, those persons would say, no, no, that's not right. That's not right. No, that's not right for you to get exact revenge. That's not right for you if someone lynched your relatives and burned your house or came to your house and done something wrong to you or stole or poisoned your kids with lead in the water that you would go down there and attack the government officials who allowed it to happen. Well, isn't that the same thing? You Don't we deserve justice? Because you see, what they want you to do is live under justice under their, yeah, they yeah. believe, their rationale of justice. It don't mean it's true. It just means that they, when they're in their bloodlust, they get out of my way. You know, you've seen it, haven't you? Haven't you ever been in a place where there's a guy that, that you just can't stop him? He's so fucking angry. He's just, he's a blind with anger, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's when people do stupid shit. You know, the stupidest shit you will ever do is when you're so angry, you cannot control yourself. You know, that's the hardest thing for anybody. And I was told this in the military and I'll, I probably said it before, but they said, the heart, you know what the hardest thing to do is control yourself. You know, when no one's looking, that's why. I'm going to tell you, Kenny, that's why I chose being a firefighter. You know why? Why? Because in the back of my mind, I thought to myself, maybe, maybe I couldn't control myself if I had to arrest some motherfucker that done some atrocious shit to somebody else. Maybe in the back of my mind, I knew that I would fuck him up, that I would want revenge. And you see, a man's got to know his limitations. So I chose a career field that I didn't have to sit in judgment of a person. All I had to do is care for them, see them all as the same. Okay? And it made me a better person. And I know I've chose the right path. 
Okay. And there's a lot of people. Yeah, that means you don't have no kind of revenge in your blood. None. Oh, I have revenge in my blood, but I have to weigh the balances. Oh, yeah, I want justice. I want justice for Brianna Taylor. I want justice for George Floyd. I want justice for anybody I see abused. Okay. And yeah. I and I know the system is a half-ass fucked up uh a fucked up system that uh, often does not work. But you know what? What I believe there, uh, uh, Kenny, I believe there's, uh, I've seen it too many times. I used to see people get away with all kinds of crazy ass shit. I mean, they were fucking getting away with all kinds of shit, stealing from people and doing all kinds of things. And I, and you know what I say? The universe took care of those motherfuckers. I hope so. <laughs> you think you're getting away with some shit, but believe me, uh, the universe has a way to come after your ass. You know, believe me, I've seen. Wait, I've seen. So that, go ahead. That means you you a strong belief in karma. I certainly am, Kenny. I believe karma. I believe that what you what you reap, you sow. Okay. It's gonna get you. Yeah. It might not get you. It's going to get somebody you love. Oh, that's you know? right. You'll be, you know, just like these people are sitting up here and looking at uh, children indifference. Wait, something. One day there'll be an elderly man and they'll have a grandkid and he'll be in the hospital and there's nothing they can do to save him. And then karma will show you a lesson that you needed to know in the first place. Okay, by taking something from you. And see, you'll be so fucking ignorant because of your bloodlust that you won't understand that that lesson is being taught to you. But I've seen that lesson before. Now, I'm going to tell you, Kenny, there was a call <laughs> that I went on. This is an ugly call, but we got called out, and um, a woman called us, and a guy came home drunk one night, okay? And they were poor people and uh, they only, they only had like a one bedroom apartment and they had a little baby and the husband was humongous. He had to be about two fifty, and he came in drunk and he laid on the baby mm -hmm. and fell asleep and the wife woke up and the baby's cold. Okay. She can't get him up cause he's in this drunk stupor. Now this guy wakes up. We get there, wakes up, and he sees all these fucking people in his house. And he proceeds to go cussing and everything. <laughs> and, hmm. and, uh, and, you know, I almost lost it. And I went, I touched my hand on his shoulder, and I said, hey, buddy, look at what's happening. Look at your kid. And he looked down, and his baby was laying there dead underneath him. And I said, do not give these people a reason to exact revenge on you because I think everyone in here would want to. And he said, and he started crying and, you know, and he, you know, he was weeping and stuff like that. But he changed his attitude because he knew that he was, he fucked, he fucked up, you know? Yeah. And, you know, and what are you going to do? So, but he was getting ready to fight when he woke up. 
So, but he got to live with that shit for the rest of his life. He killed right. his own. That's right. Oh, shit. Do you know? I can't even imagine waking up every day thinking that you did something like that. I don't think I could ever go back to sleep, man. (laughs) I'm telling you. I said, you could not imagine that. So that's what I'm saying. I think karma, and I think every soldier that does shit like that over there, they're going to be faced with karma. See, they think they're doing something good. You know, but my thing about that, 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 that sorry, sorry to cut you off, Gavin. Go ahead. But Israel's supposed to have the best army, special forces, and all that shit, bro. Mm-hmm. Why they just didn't plan it? And, and just like, just how they telling them to go south if you're not with Hamas. Why you didn't do that in the beginning? Oh, well, they did do that in the beginning. But hey, how are you going to remember I told you that the people in that city in Gaza Strip made a thousand dollars a year uh-huh. and imagine that you make a thousand dollars a year and you're living in a house you got a house everything you own is in that fucking house you know yeah and you lived in Louisiana and you know when when the fucking uh, rains and shit and uh, hurricanes come people stay Look. in their houses right yeah, they don't want to leave. They don't want to leave because it's what? Bears. Okay. That's why when Katrina came through, so many people was dead in the house because they didn't know the water was going to yeah, go that high. Yeah, because you know what they were working under? A paradigm. Because before it didn't happen, see? Yeah. See, they fucked up their paradigm. But as I said, these people, and plus they don't trust Israel because they. Uh, you heard of the knockback, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, they don't trust Israel because Israel moves them from town to t- from place to place, and they they don't know if they were going to be moved into the desert. So, you know, home, just like anybody else, home is a special place. It can be hell on earth by the observer, but it's a special place to that person who's living there. Would you think? Would you say that all this is like greed? Why would you want to? take something that ain't really yours you know what i mean uh, you know what i i'm gonna put up a pot uh put up this uh i saw a youtube video and uh there's a lot of uh, you know there and, and i'm gonna put um some uh countervailing arguments and um and and one-sided art in some people's argument there was a guy from uh, palestine and he was talking about, he says, well, Israel says that this is the only Jewish state in the world. And he says, that's not true. There's a Jewish state in Russia. Now, I haven't looked it up, but I will look it up and uh, get back with you on the next one and see if that's true. But if it is true, why do they say that they're only one? Because they are uh, masters of propaganda. Have you seen their commercial they said, get the facts straight. Uh, <laughs> Hamas attacked us. But, you know, they never tell you about their, uh, their, uh, their letting the, uh, those people, the, what they call it, settlers that they have, that they let live out there in the middle of the, in the, in the contested land, and that shoot, mm-hmm. shoot the Palestinians for nothing. And while the soldiers watch, because the soldiers are there, see, what they say 
what I would expect, okay, if a soldier was down the street from my house, I would expect him to protect me because you know what it's called? The United States, the U.S. Army, if you're a National Guard or any of that stuff, I would, if my neighbor started shooting at me, I would suspect that I would want that fucking National Guard member to help me out, okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> but in Israel, they don't. They sit there and watch and make sure that the Palestinians don't come after the uh, the settlers. So, first of all, they're doing something wrong. But, you know, uh, like one lady said on, uh, on X, she said, well, history didn't start on the 7th. You know, history wasn't, you know, that wasn't the first part of history. You know, there's pictures all over the Internet where they've killed Palestinians pushed them off their land machine gun there's a guy bragging about it on the on the uh israeli soldiers saying how many bullets did he have well i had about 250 i used them all you know see when we get to be like that when we can only when you see in this propaganda bullshit that they put out that all they want you to see is their point of view now, you know, uh, there's a lot of Jewish people in the entertainment industry. There's a lot of Jewish people that have money. And, you know, they, uh, like I said, that APAC and the uh, Anti-Defamation League, they're the one with the commercial about the fact. Get the facts straight. Uh, Israel got, was attacked by such and such. They don't say nothing about the, uh, you know, about them uh, incarcerating people, putting them in prison without a trial, shooting reporters, uh, taking their land. They just show up to your fucking house and start pulling shit out. Now, how do you think that works to people? You taken you taken home from people, and then you can say, "Well, <laughs> you know, this is for the Jewish people." You know, and then you make. Then I I saw uh, there was a black girl. She had a big old afro, and I think I'm gonna try to find her ex post. And she was telling you how great Israel and stuff like that. And I was wondering. I said, "Hmm, I'm wondering if they if there's a thing there that gives her complete citizenship." Because I would venture to say in an apartheid state, that's not the case. Okay. So it's kind of like getting, uh, what do they call it? Uncle Tom to get up there and tell you how great master is. So, you know, and I don't know, but I have been told and, uh, Israel even admits to it that they are, that they don't have give the same rights to the Palestinians as they do to the Israelis, okay? And when the Israeli people are there, they're so, you know, it's kind of like people in the South, because uh, I have to use the South because it's the, uh, it's the uh, what do they call it, the, uh, the litmus test for apartheid rule. But they, uh, you, you think the white people thought the black people had it bad? Oh, no. Oh, no. They thought you had a good thing. He said, oh, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> My God, you had, you, had a, you, had, you had a job to go to that didn't pay nothing. You, you got to go. You got substandard education. You got uh, uh, food that would kill you. You got, uh, and then all you had to do was say, yes, sir, and, let to, and not look a person in the eye. Mm-hmm. And you had the world by the tail, didn't you? It was a wonderful time. See, and I've had people, I've had white people tell me how 
uh, how hard they had it, you know. So, I understand, uh, Scally. I understand how how bad you black people have because I've been abused before. So, <laughs> I said, okay, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I understand. <laughs> Tell me, Skelly, I know, I know, I know, I know the trials and tribulations that you have been through. Your family. Go ahead. How, many, how many Hamas um, soldiers got killed? I don't know. But, you know, hey, I just saw this was on the news the other day in that Israel raised the death toll to uh, 1,400 people were killed. And then they, the guy was on there who was the ambassador. He said, well, we had to re- revise that, uh, that, um, that statement because, uh, you know, uh, that 200 of those people were Hamas that uh, got killed. And, they, you know, they got burned up beyond recognition. So, you know, but, you know, but they want you to remember the 1,400 people that got killed. Now, I'm not discounting it that that thing is a tragedy that uh that's going is one of the uh the the horrors of a man's inhumanity and i would hope that they would not even be there but you see these if you don't have honest brokers working they've been working for 70 years trying to get them their own state and Israel plays by their own rules. You ever you ever heard of a thing called white phosphorus? No. Okay. White white phosphorus is a ammunition that burns without oxygen. It makes its own oxygen, creates heat, and it will burn you all the way down to the bone if something mm. gets to you. Okay. You know, uh, there's very few countries that use white phosphorus. Guess who they are? Come on, you could tell me. Uh, could it be uh, Israel? Oh, oh shit! Oh, come on, Kenny. You oh. know, guess who else? Guess who else? American. <laughs> yes, baby. <laughs> See? See? So when people, uh, you know, when people try to blow smoke up my ass and try <laughs> to tell me that you know about the in, in America. It's kind of like, you ever had somebody that smelled like shit? And Oh, yeah, I get that all the time in the Uber. Oh, you've had some people come in, they smell like shit, and they act like they don't smell like shit. Yeah. They act like they don't smell it. And the first thing they want to know, why you, can you roll the window up, sir? Like, you <laughs> <lost your family." laughs> so, do you know you smell like shit? Do you know you smell like ass? But yeah, you smell <laughs> but that's kind of like America. America goes over there and say, oh, we need to negotiate with the Palestinians. Now, why the fuck would they want to negotiate with America? Here's the motherfuckers that's giving them the munitions that's killing their people, and you want us to sit down and talk to you like you are an honest broker. Now, would you do that? They call me Bond James, like James Bond. <laughs> I do my shit on the sneak aim. I, I ain't no way. I don't think I could slide, let people slide, Gally. <laughs> see? See? Because it's human. It's human to hold a grudge. It takes 
uh, um, a very special individual not to hold a grudge or to look over it. Somebody that you, you know, in your family that didn't deserve that shit. You know what I mean, bro? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it all, to me, it all stems from you, from you being raised right, bro. Uh, and I, you can do the right thing, but well, a lot of people want to do the wrong shit, you know? Well, I, what I think there, uh, Kenny, is I think you can be susceptible to bullshit, and some people are. See, there's people that are susceptible to bullshit. Like, uh, give you an example. I used to sit when I, when the first Gulf War happened. Yeah, uh, and I was sitting in there, and they were t- attacking Iran. Okay, and uh, you know everybody in there was all trumpet making that drum beat for war, and they said. Well, aren't you excited? You know, I said, why would I be excited for you killing people that don't have nothing to do with shit? No, no. They got weapon of mass destruction. I said, what kind of weapons of mass destruction do they have? He said, well, they have poison gas. I said, well, you know, poison gas has a shelf life. Fucking, it was almost 40 years ago that we gave them poison gas. We, America gave it to them. And you're trying to say that they're making it? And I said, have they used it against you? Oh, but they use it against the Kurds. I said, but did they use it against you? No. Okay. And they said, well, they helped. They helped uh, the the terrorists uh, do 9-11, which they did not do. But, you know, you have to not be susceptible to bullshit. See, it's easy to get in that Ferber, and that's what that's where we now we're right back where we started from. They wanted Melissa Milano to be just like them, to have that bloodlust. They don't that it has no reason, okay? Because if you go and tell one of them, hey, how many people you want to kill? You've already killed eleven thousand. How many people you want to kill? Well, until all of Hamas is gone. So you, I want to know. How many, you know you need to kill Hamas, uh-huh. but you want to kill innocent people to try to get to Hamas. Hamas probably some fucking way else watching, <laughs> fucking watching y'all kill all these people. They probably in another fucking country somewhere, oh, man. yeah, the leaders of Hamas live in different, in other countries, and, and they live in, in palaces and nice hotels and stuff like that. They don't give, you know, here's the thing is, uh, you know, everything is every not not everything is all evil. Hamas created the hospital system that they have. That that's why they're attacking the hospitals because they you know they found out. I saw in the news today. They said, well, they have command and control centers underneath the hospital. You know, and I would say to I want to I want to see it. Well, I want to see. Oh, they showed they showed it to you, and then they, they showed it to you. But it would they had their own laptop on there. They had one of their own fucking laptop. Oh, well, that's a, that's a soldier that they uh, now. So that some soldier that they uh, they fucking um, uh, took in. They're uh, looking at his laptop. Their la- his laptop is still running after like mm-hmm. uh, a month. Okay, because they don't uh, even if they had power, would they have the same outlets? You know, there's a you know, those people are different in all kinds of ways. 
And then what about the password? All these other things. But you're going to tell me that, uh, that, you know, they, they finally came on the news and said they haven't been able to prove that. But you see, they hate Hamas so much, they wanted to destroy the hospitals, see? They wanted to violate the laws of man, which is you're not supposed to attack a hospital. You ever seen MASH? You ever seen that yep. MASH show? You ever seen them get... <laughs> you ever seen it? You, you see, it was rarely that anybody ever attacked a hospital, you know? Because... But why would you... I'm like, if because, you know they got, uh, <laughs> why you didn't handle it, like get all them people out the fucking hospital and then go up in there and, and do what you got to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, they're not going to do that because what they want to do is cripple the whole system. They want to create harm to all of the people. What they want to do, and, you know, this is my own opinion. I may be wrong. I think they want to cause an event to kill as many of them as they can. They try, they are trying, what you're seeing is the beginning of a genocide of a genocidal event. And all they needed was an excuse to do it. This is a convenient excuse, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a convenient excuse. So they go over there. They, 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 uh, they bomb civilian, uh, buildings with civilians in them and they know they're there. They shoot, they tell them to go down the road to, uh, to fucking, um, um, to escape and they shoot at them. They, uh, Amalans move down the street and they shoot at it. So that's terrorism. That's a terrorism. No, there's no way to, to do it. What, what have you given these people? What hope have you given them? Now, if your child gets hit by a bomb, some white phosphorus, and it burns into her skin, and you take them to a hospital, and they bomb the hospital, the doctor's incapable, what, ha- what hope have you given these people? See? And this is some merciless bullshit that they want you to buy into. I'm not buying into it. And there's no way on the earth that you can get me to buy into it. See? But they want but you to. supposed to be so special. You got the special military and all that, but it, it could have been a way better way to handle they, that. No, you know what no, I mean? no. But what they want to do, they don't care about what, <laughs> hey, the cruelty is the reason. They want to be cruel. They want to be cruel. They remember what I told you. They want to instill fear in these people and all they doing. You ever heard the thing about stamp collecting? Yeah. Okay. And you know what they say about stamp? There's called positive strokes and negative strokes. Okay? Mm-hmm. And what people do on stamp collecting uh, if you do something positive, the people collect all these stamps. Okay, you you go in there. So let's say you help an old lady cross the street every day. She comes up to the front of your house, and you help her across the street, right? And, yeah. Uh, so one day, she uh, uh, gets enough money, and she bakes you some brownies. So what she did, she took those positive strokes that you did, 
for her and she collected them and she gave you back a positive stroke to you. Okay. And the same works for negative strokes. You shit on people over and over again. And what do you think they give you? Huh? They're going to give you shit back. Okay. <laughs> they're, they're, they're collecting these negative strokes. So when, you know, and I'm sure they understand it, but they believe that fear will, uh, will uh, rule the day. And I saw this picture again. I, list, I uh, watch, uh, I have a, a thing to uh, this digestive thing. They have articles on it. But it was a picture of uh, people in Germany during the war. And um, there was a lady who owned an inn. And she was hanging in a tree in the cemetery along with three people in the town. Uh, no, no, there was like 12 people in the town. And what happened was one of the uh, resistance fighters went through the cemetery, the tunnels in the cemetery, and found a soldier and shot him. So you know what the German army did? They, boom, 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 boom. they went up and grabbed. They they went and found that the in. They found the tunnel. And they went under the tunnel and they found that the innkeeper had a tunnel. And you know what? They uh, they took her out and along with twelve other innocent civilians. And they hung them. And that was supposed to show that community that, hey, don't fuck with us. How do you think that worked? They're going to start something that they can't handle. <laughs> See, how did you think that worked? And then when they were fucking getting their hand, ass hand, handed to them, when the Americans was coming and the Russian was coming, those same civilians uh, decided to uh, take care of them, you know. And I was uh, there was also another article saying that was uh, you heard of the SS, the uh, mm-hmm. the SS that was a special unit in the uh, in the uh, German army. They had little light night lightning bolts on their uh, collar, but anyway, they're supposed to be this special, and they never took prisoners. Okay. They never took fucking prisoners. So if they caught your ass, they kill you. They wasn't going to take any prisoners. So you know what happened to them? Guess what? Ding, 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 ding. They didn't get it. So you see, what did I say? Karma. So, you know, they think, you think because you're getting away with shit today that you're going to get away with it over. So, yeah, answer this question for me. What exactly does Israel want the land? Oh yeah, they want to, they want their whole country. You ever heard of Zionism? Yeah. Okay. Do you know what it is? Well, the way they're talking on the internet, they they, they want they only they religion, they color, and all this. Yeah, shit. Zionism. And now, what I heard something. Uh, you know, they they always run up. I and I think we discussed this last week. So tell me if we did. Uh, I was listening to a person uh, talk about that Israel always say anti-Semitic, anti-Semitic. You're anti-Semitic, okay? Yeah. Well, when they uh, one of the Palestinians on there said they're not Semitic. Ha- more than half of them who live there don't come from that region. They're not Semitic Jews. The Semitic people 
are the Palestinians. I'm pro-Semitic. I'm not anti-Semitic. I'm pro-Semitic. I don't want you killing nobody. I don't want them to get killed, and I don't want the Palestinians getting killed. So I'm pro-Semitic. But anyway, uh, but see, there most of the Jewish people in Israel come from Germany, Russia, and stuff like that because uh, Europe treated the Jews so bad, and that's why they came there. So they're not Semitic people. They're just people that, that uh, you know, the uh, what do they call it, uh, 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 Sephardic? They're Sephardic mm. Jews and stuff like that. Well, they're not Anastasi and stuff like that. These people are not Semitic Jews. So when they say anti-Semitic, it doesn't apply. Anyway, I digress. So what was our next topic we were talking about? I, I just asked a question. On, on this. Why did Germany treat them the way they did? Uh, Why? Because, okay, Germany lost the war, okay, World War One, and uh-huh. they needed a scapegoat, okay? Now, the Jews, uh, and uh, this is something I read about, and it may not be true, because I can't validate it in the historic, but they said that uh, years and years ago, they needed uh, people to to do tax collecting and, you know, do uh, finance. And the Jewish people, because, you know, when they do bar mitzvah and stuff like that, they have to do reading and they have to, you know, they were probably one of the few groups of people that were educated and knew about numbers and stuff like that. So they made them tax collectors. So they had, a, uh, so it, I think it was the Dutch government made most of the Jewish people tax collectors. So what they did was they wanted, they said, well, these, these are the people I, I turned it over to him. I turned it over to those people. So don't get mad at me. You know, so they gave someone for them to get mad at, you know, mm-hmm. but as time goes by, they became, you know, they own businesses. They were, you know, they're, they're, um, very entrepreneur people, you know, they want to start their own businesses and they, they, uh, frequent each other's business. So they have the, uh, an, in, uh, an income source. They're close knit people anyway. So, uh, when Hitler, when they lost the uh, war, they had a thing called a, uh, they had to pay for the war. So they had to pay um, all these other nations. Okay. So mm-hmm. uh, on the, while they were, had to pay them, uh, the Jewish, not the Jewish people, but the German people had this runaway inflation. And there was always this joke because what they were doing, they were, um, they had a certain amount they had to pay. So it was so many marks they had to give them. And uh, so if they inflated the costs, they can, you know, if they inflated their, their marks. So let's say it was uh, 45 billion marks was their uh, war, um, was the war tribute that they had to give to another country. Well, you know, if inflation came in, they could pay that 45 billion marks faster, you know, because they had an old saying that, uh, during the worst time of, um, 
uh, what do they call it? Uh, inflation. Uh, what do you call it? inflation when you're? Uh, gosh, I'm going to have to cut this out. Yes, when the, when you have a uh, uh, what is it? What is it when you have like a a, a crash? Okay, when you have a crash that uh, when people are, are poor and they can't, uh, you know what it's called. Come on, Kenny, help me out here. Anyway, it's it's when the economy takes a shit, like uh, yeah. the depression. Okay, a great depression. So they had their own depression. The whole world had a depression after the war, but uh, Germany took had um, was worse than anybody else because they were paying off this debt. So you know, um, Hitler, while he was uh, you know um, head of these brown shirters and stuff. He used the Jewish people as a scapegoat, saying that they were the ones behind it. They were the reason why they got in the war, and it wasn't. The The reason why they got in the war was because this guy got killed in Austria. So, you know, and they all had these uh, mutual aid packages, and they had to go to war. So all of them got, got in, and they were on the losing side. But anyway, uh German uh, Hitler made a big deal saying, oh, it was the, the Jewish people that did this. The Jewish people answered. So he created a scapegoat, you know, mm-hmm. because, you know, they were different. You know, it's it's always easy when you're a minority. That's You ever see how politicians do that? Well, they'll talk about one group of people like Donald Trump uh, talks about Mexicans or, you know, yeah. or, or black people or uh, people that are. Uh, uh, sneaking into the country. He always does that because they're small in numbers and it will, that won't hurt him, but he consolidates his base by doing that. He consolidates it gets the air. So these people find somebody that they can scapegoat and make that person think that, Oh, all of my problems are because of them. You know, that was what they did in the South. You know, uh, there was one speech by uh, by Martin Luther King that said, he said, um, you know, uh, they uh, the people in the South oppress both the blacks and the whites. But you know what they tell the whites? They tell them that doing uh, it. No, they tell them uh, you may not you may not like the way we treat you. He said, but at least you're not a black person. You see, so they give you a, a stop, a backstop. Mm-hmm. You say, oh, well, yeah, I could, I could be like that black person. Shit, I could be living in, in a lean-to shack and not having a kitchen, have to outhouse and all this other stuff, not getting paid what my wages are worth. Oh, shit, I could be fucked up, you know. So then, you know, and that keeps them in control because it's divide and command or divide and conquer. So that's yep. what Hitler did. So when he, uh, you know, he was able to uh, get into power because they had a thing, uh, you know, they had a, a big old thing. And, I, and one of the things that you ever heard of a thing called Crystal Knock? No. Okay. Well, Crystal Knock was a time in Germany when they, all these people, uh, all the German people went butt fucking crazy and had white riots and uh, broke all of the all of the glass and stuff in front of all the Jewish shops. 
Mm. You know, anybody they knew that was a Jew, they fucked up their shit, you know? So, and they called it crystal knock. So I just hope that both sides just come to a, agreement and stop killing innocent people. Like I said before, wrong is wrong and both sides are back wrong. You know what I mean? Yes, yes, yes. Hamas is wrong for doing what they did. Yes. Israel is wrong for what doing what they're doing. You know what I mean? As far as killing these innocent people. Your fight is with Hamas, not with these innocent That's people. That's right. Go find them. Go find yeah. them. Go and go. fight. Yeah. You know, why wouldn't you know, uh yeah what they should have done was just like the United States government. You know, when, um, when they were in Vietnam, they had these guys called tunnel rats, you know, mm-hmm. the Vietnam had tunnels too, all over the place. In fact, I was lo- looking at a diagram of one of the tunnels and, and that was ingenious because what they would do is they would wait for a soldier to walk in there. And how do you come out of a tunnel? How do you come out? Carried out in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you come out of you. You crawl through a tunnel and you got your gun in your hand, but you get to an opening and you stick your head out. Well, I know. they're waiting for you with a, with one of those garrots. I know this guy. He would have been uh, uh, sit my ass back home, bro. I wasn't going to nobody's tunnel. Right, no, no, you you a claustrophobic I- person. <laughs> I'm your commanding officer. I, say, I wouldn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you would. <laughs> but, uh, but they fucked up. Hey, they fucked up them people. I had a guy who worked with me in the fire department, and he was one of those tunnel rats in Vietnam. And that mm. fucker would wake up in the middle of the night screaming all the time. I mean, just screaming and sleepwalking and shit. You see what karma is? And he would be bragging about how many people he killed in that that tunnel. But you know what those hey. people were doing with him? Haunting his ass, you know? <laughs> I'm talking, this is 1980-something, and this poor motherfucker, how far was he away from the uh, Vietnam War? The war ended in, what, 75? And he's 11 mm. years away from that, still having fucking flashbacks and shit. So. You know, fucking wish. Yeah, I, I ain't. <laughs> you wouldn't do that? Hey, that was one of our drills. We had to crawl through a fucking, uh, like a tunnel. And we carry, we were all in all our, uh, all our gear. And, and you get, the tunnel would get so small when you had, you know, you have your air pack on there. You had to take it off and push it in front of you while you're going through this tunnel. <laughs> and you do it for like two or 300 feet. And that was supposed to figure out if you were claustrophobic. <laughs> oh, man. What was, huh? what was your uh, reward for that? What, what they you there did was a, no get... reward. Hey, it was what your job was, man. You had to do it because uh-huh. people get trapped in tight-ass places. So uh-huh. you have to go in there and pull their sorry asses out. So <laughs> Ain't no way. They would have fired me. Yeah. <laughs> no. You know what? That, that, that actually makes you, it, to me, it made me understand what the parameters of what I could do, you know, that, uh, that made me control fear. It made me, uh, uh, rely on my brain and say, Hey, you know, shit can get bad, 
but I know it, that I'll keep my fucking cool. I know your brain would say there's another way to do this. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you come up with, hey, and they would tell you, uh, hey, you come up with the idea and we'll do it. So, but uh, I, I'll get back with you. Let me take it. Uh, <laughs> but you see, the, the way things work is when you get there, there's some poor fuck that's caught in a, caught in a, uh, a tunnel in the ground. And uh, uh, the, uh, the, what? I sent him a rope. Yeah, pull <laughs> on this, buddy. <laughs> you got to get to him, <laughs> Kenny. You got to get to him. Anyway. The rope? Gravity go. Fuck the rope will go down. I'm not going in there. Now, what was the? We got one. We got enough room for one more topic, Kenny. What was the other topic? Do you think? Oh, I was going to talk about APAC, and yeah, uh, because you were talking about. You said, "Do you think Jewish people run the world?" And I don't. uh, You know, I'm not going to go into like. um, You know, I'm not going to be like Adolf Hitler because that's what he would. Adolf Hitler, huh? Oh yeah, that's what he believed. He believed that the uh, the Jews were all behind all of the economic woes for all of the world, you know. And they are some rich Jewish people. Yeah, I'll Ain't that uh, Nazis think that too, right? Well, yeah, like the yeah, skinhead. Yeah. Well, well, that is what Adolf Hitler was a Nazi. But the skinhead, well, like you know, yeah, yeah, because yeah, uh, when when that that. Uh, that little rally to unite the right and uh what yeah. were they saying jews will not replace us and they had the yeah. great, great replacement see i can understand jewish people walking around with a chip on their shoulder you know and i walk around with a little chip on my shoulder too from being black but uh let me tell you you know you have got to put it into relative context. There's people that hate Jewish people, and I am not one of them. Uh, but you know, they. Uh, but what I'm, what I would say is that yes, they. You know, if you if you ever been in Hollywood, there's a lot of Jewish people in Hollywood. Uh, there's yeah. a lot of directors. There's a lot of. Uh, People that uh, you know, like agents and stuff like that. That uh, they, that system is almost it has a lot of Jewish people in it. Okay, so so on into the entertainment. So you know, there's a lot of Jewish people. So uh, I'm not going to say that they're controlling the world because I would say uh, you know what uh, for years and years the United States was a Protestant. Uh, country where the Protestants, uh, all the rich people were Protestant. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, do we go after Protestants because they own, they have a whole bunch of monies, you know? So it's not, uh, you know, cause all the big businesses in New York were, uh, under, you know, were Protestants. So, uh, because they have money is not a, a minute, uh, is not a reason to dislike them or hate them. I do not think any one group of people have enough power to influence the whole world, you know, to say, oh, well, but I can tell you one thing, the uh, APAC and the Anti-Defamation League and all of these people, they are definitely people who are part of a propaganda network that are uh, sitting out there 
in the um, in the ether on X and the commercials on television and all the rest of them that uh, want to make you believe what they believe, you know, to make you feel deference to them and uh, indifference to the Palestinians. Mm -hmm. You know, they want you to say, oh, uh, it's, yeah, it's Hamas. It's not Hamas reason to drop bombs on civilians. Every person has, every country has a thought process that they have to do. And if your thought process is to drop on, drop bombs on civilians, no matter what. And now let me tell you something. If the, if the Hamas was in the hospital, what the fuck does that have to do with the hospital treating innocent civilians? Don't have shit to do with it. And in your bloodlust, you're going to go after Hamas and try to kill them underground a hospital and kill all these innocent patients, and you think that's right. So now we're back to what we talked about before, is that they're using their own propaganda by uh, spreading it. And uh, I can can tell you that uh, APAC is one of the most scary uh, donor things in Washington, the, the most uh, feared uh, donor. That's why you ever seen Republicans and Democrats agree about any fucking thing on the same nope. page with anything? Huh? The only thing they're on the same page is Israel, right? Yeah. Do you know how much money that had to take from all these Jewish um, um Money peddlers in Washington, APAC and Anti-Defamation League, all that money given to all of the parties, you know. And uh, give you an example, uh, Ilhan, Ilhan Omar, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, she said, remember, she said that, oh, that uh, Joe Biden's completing, com- committing genocide by uh, giving bombs and and you know to a to a way yeah he's he's sending the bombs over there it's just like if i knew that you were a killer and i'm running a gun store and i'm giving you the bullets for free do i have something uh, am i um not well you know that, like you saying that like that you know what i mean like say like in in our time our real life time if I gave somebody a gun and I knew they were going to kill somebody, wouldn't I be? Um, yeah, you'd be a accessory after the fact. Yeah. 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 If I knew, if you, if you knew, if the guy came to you and said, "Hey, I'm gonna go to use this shotgun that you gave me, and I'm gonna yeah. kill a whole family," and you knew it, and they telegraphed it to you before they did it, said, "Hey, so you so get time and jail just with the motherfucker killing." Yeah. So, but uh, Eline Omar, you know, they told uh, APAC said, oh, we're going we're gonna to run somebody against her because we don't like it. And that's what they do. They'll run somebody against you if you don't talk their line, if you mm. don't say what they want you to say. So, uh, and to me, that goes all back with Citizen United. You know, I've said this a number of times. And that's a thing where they legalize, and uh, it was Citizens United, and uh, what's the other uh, 
uh, First National Bank versus Bilotti. These are all uh, uh, loss, uh, lawsuits that went before the Supreme Court where they legalize uh, bribery of politicians. Uh, mm. In the lower 1800s, it was against uh, the 1900s, it was against the law to bribe a politicians. It was against the law for a business to, uh, to try to influence uh, elections. And guess what? It's not against the law anymore, so we've legalized bribery. So these people can sit there and go to their, the congressmen, all the congressmen, and turn around and say, hey, you just say, you, you say the good Jews are good, that Israel has to have a homeland and all this other stuff. And, you know, just forget about all the wrong we're doing. Forget about our apartheid state. Forget about how we treat the people over there. Forget about all that. And, uh, you know, and we'll keep the money coming. You see, money is a wonderful drug. It makes you forget all kinds of shit. You know? Yeah. And also, uh, anyway, but that's uh, in answer to your question, do Jews own the world? They do not. But what? No, I, I know they don't. I, don't, I, don't, I know they don't own the world, but they they own top of some you know oh, top yeah. notch. oh no 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 they're they they're they're in entertainment they're in the news they're they're influential and that, and that's good you know that's yeah. all right but you see their point of view but yeah when their point of view is uh is uh uh making genocide available to the world then you have to say and it, you have to say the truth and the truth is they are wrong okay mm-hmm. And, uh, and if they don't like it, I'm sorry, you know, but they're doing themselves and their cause a disservice, you know, uh, because if you want to go look back on, uh, use the 6 million people who have been the 6 million martyrs that the Germans created and then turn around and try to create two point. Uh, three million martyrs or people to kill, then you're no better than the other people. And mm-hmm. I don't care if you don't like it, but you're doing the same things. The only thing you're not doing is gassing them and uh, you're exterminating them by dropping bombs on them. You know, you're exterminating yep. them by killing their, uh, by destroying their hospital, by not giving them food and water. Do you think it would wouldn't be murder if you don't give if you kept somebody locked in a container and didn't give them food, water? Huh? Yeah. Yeah, wouldn't that be a crime? I would think yeah. so. But that's what the first thing they said they're going to do: stop all food and water. Stop all. But if it had- if somebody did that to them yeah if, if the whole world said oh we're not going to give you any fuel because there's well, no that, would be, huh? that would allow the people putting sanctions on them right oh, i don't know i don't know yeah there's a lot of state countries putting state sanctions on them oh, stop well. giving pearl and well that's and all a good that. thing that's a good thing because i think it's time for them to understand that the world does not agree with them you know and uh and they'd say, to, oh, yeah, America blindly supports them. You know, the only person I think that blindly supports them to his detriment is Joe Biden. 
So, you know, and, um, and I understand the rock and the hard place because they give him money and they'll be, uh, one of the big parts in his election, but sooner or mm-hmm. later, sooner or later, you have to speak with your conscience and say, you know, and I see the, I see the, uh, chess game that he's playing that he's trying to, uh, he, he knew he couldn't stop him from going on in there except to go start a war with him. The only thing he could do was apply pressure to him. And now they're talking about if they give him any munitions, now they're going to put uh, parameters on it, you know. Mm-hmm. Additional, uh, you know, there's talk about that in Washington. And I saw some congressmen, oh, you should never give Israel parameters. It should just be given to them. Why? Why? We do the same thing to Ukraine. Ukraine, we give them uh you know, rocket launchers and stuff and say, Ooh, don't shoot those at Russia. So why, what makes them so special? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Tell me what makes them so special? Cause oh, I know, no. I know Ukraine don't have a lobby. They may have a lobby, but they ain't got no money. They're dependent on us for their paying their salaries for their, uh, they're dependent on us in the European Union just to survive, to continue going on. So there's, you know, they have food and stuff like that, but uh, they're not, uh, they don't have an influential pact as, uh, that goes into the political process. And if they do, it's a small pack, you know. So yeah. anyway, that's the thing is that, uh, you know, I see, I'm not mad, I'm not uh, um I'm upset that Joe Biden just wouldn't just say, hey, I'm not going to stand by and watch you commit atrocities and under the name of America and what, you know, and I would have thought that a lot of things he can do is say, okay, because he said a lot of things. He said, oh, we're not sending any soldiers there to fight for you. And that was emphatic. And I thought, ooh, that's a pretty ballsy move. Say we're not sending soldiers. We're not sending our soldiers on the ground to help you. So, mm-hmm. but you know, Ed, but I think the other thing he needs to do is take the one of those uh, one of those uh, carrier groups out of there and take them away and say, okay, well, we're here. Uh, if shit get really bad, we're here but I'm not going to put two carrier groups. There's not that many carrier groups in our Navy. So you got two of them sitting in one spot. You should take them, one of them away and give them orders to, uh, to not uh, attack unless being attacked, you know, because if Israel's bad, then they can fight their own wars, you know? They started a war. We didn't start a war, did we? <laughs> America didn't go over there and start a war. They started one. So, but they got a lot of Jewish people um, protesting against the war over there. Oh yeah, but they don't show. They don't show that. Yeah. No. Well, you know that. But you look at it. They they showed that around the world, people the people have been protesting Israel's conduct uh, in almost every country of the world. So. Um, I think our opinion, uh, you know, I think your opinion is just like mine. Our opinion is correct in that uh, we're not, uh, 
we're not on board with their propaganda machine. We're not on board with their mind control or, you know, or whatever the tricks they want to play uh, to tell you that, uh, oh, no, you, you got to support us. You got to support us. And I, like I said, I want somebody to chime in and tell me the war that Israel uh, went side by side and lost uh, soldiers in in the United States, with the United States, you know. So when you come to me and tell me, and I'm talking large-scale shit. I'm not talking about some skirmish or you had a, a, a guy that was sitting on a ship and the ship got accidentally killed. That ain't the same. What I'm talking about is like Australia, England, Canada, and all these other countries that send soldiers when we uh, sometimes stupidly start wars with countries that didn't do shit to us, you know? Mm -hmm. So anyway, hey, we did did this one. It was kind of helter-skelter, but we did cover some topics, and... uh, you know, uh, I will try to be better prepared. That is great. So what I'm going to do is end the podcast in five, four, three, two, one, record in. Spinning out of control, a never-ending cycle of blood and soul. Families torn apart, children left alone. As they march to the battlefield, what hearts to stone? Why are they killing everyone? Is it worth the damage done? All tears fall like the rain. Flying all around us, there's no denying the horror of war. The price we pay for our leaders, grieve day after day. Why are they killing everyone? Is it worth the damage done? I'll give.